I've heard that the best amount to aim to grow by week after week is 4%. Period. 4% might not seem like a lot. But over really time, hit the jackpot by most of the world's standards, even though most of you think it's still not enough. What's going to make things magnificent on your terms, not somebody else's terms? But if you're on an awakening journey and you have recognized that those are there, you have taken the most crucial step to get out of that, which is to become aware that it's actually happening. This is your last chance. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. And welcome to the Joygasmic Life Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad that you found your way here and you're in for a treat because here we are sharing the top tips, hacks, and tools that our community of conscious women mothers have found to really work to make a difference in how they parent and how they can keep their calm and cool even when their kids are driving them crazy. Each week I interview guests who are bulletproof moms, badass women running their own businesses on the leading edge of consciousness, who are here to support people in getting the skills, knowledge, and tools they need to put into practice what it is to walk their talk and be conscious spiritual women in the world. Our topics range from optimal nutrition to mindset hacks to tantra and everything in between. If there's a topic or an expert you'd like to see interviewed, drop me a line on my Facebook page and I'm happy to see if we can arrange that. Remember, if you love the podcast, there's so much more on our website, bulletproofmoms.com, and we would so appreciate that you subscribe, share our podcast with your friends, and give us a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you're viewing this as it helps us reach more people. Remember, if we talk too slow, you can always speed us up. I know I love to do that. And without further ado, here is our next guest. Hello. Hello, hello. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Um, I wanted to, in the wake of my recent yesterday and today and the willingness, I want to speak about the willingness to keep going. I want to speak about the willingness to continue moving forward even when the shit hits the fan and the experience of processing intense emotions in order to keep moving because as people who have big dreams, big visions, um, as people who are excited about life, people who maybe have um, struggled with mental health, with, yeah, um, with manic depressive, with um, intense emotions, with feeling lie, um, you know, painful emotions. Hi, Brad. Um, it, it's a challenging thing. It's a challenging experience to be living full out in your life. And I see so many people who hold back from living all out, who hold back from living the full experience, myself included, because I've definitely done that, um, in favor of sort of a, a more mundane, in order to avoid those negative emotions. Um, attached to this video is a very intense, very crazy story of what happened to me yesterday and the intense emotions that came through. And I just am... It, what it did is it cleared out more space for me to show up more fully and just say like, okay, this is what's going on. And the piece about expressing 
about, oh, hi, Naomi. Hi, Ta. Um, the piece about being willing to express the emotions, like emotional expression is not something that we are taught. It's not something that we're encouraged in. And yes, it is really something that you need to do in order to continue moving forward. Like if you have a big vision, you are going to get stuck along the way. It is guaranteed. I have helped so many conscious entrepreneurs who have big, big visions for creating change in the world. Hi, Sandra. Um, and they are, you know, excited, brilliantly excited, brilliantly inspired, and also fucking terrified at moments. And I have seen so many people get stuck because they're unwilling to face that terror, unwilling to come to terms with and love that terror. And in the experiences of facing this, in the experiences of over the, the, the last six or seven years since I started realizing that, um, that I did have this experience of a, a bipolar or a manic depressive thing within me, AKA just a really alive, really excited, really passionate human being. Um, hi Kinga. Um, yeah, so as a, somebody who has had that experience and learning to deal with that, learning to deal with that some days I can't stop talking even faster than this because I can't fucking stop to keep talking this fast because it's so fucking fast and everything's so fucking exciting. That and like, can't get out of bed and move. The balance between that, you know, it's like harness that. Yeah, so you guys have experienced that, right? Like, oh, it's it's challenging finding the balance. Hi, Andrea. Thanks for being here. Um, yeah, it's challenging to find that balance. And what I've seen is that although, you know, I thought one day that the experience of that intensity would go away and I would find sort of this meat, this, this middle ground Buddhist path. And like, it's kind of really boring there for me. I'd rather continue to be excitable. Um, but there are things that we can do in order to cope with how painful the excitability can be when it gets, you know, like, I'm like, yeah, it's all going. And it's like, oh, it didn't go. And like crumple up on the floor crying. These things happen. And, um, you know, you read the story, you'll see. Um, but there are things we can do and awareness is a huge piece and self-love is a huge, huge piece. So I'm going to talk about some of the really <laughs> balances my kryptonite. I totally agree. If you guys agree, balances my kryptonite. It's like, ah, does it work? Right. Um, it's more about harnessing the ups and like acknowledging and loving yourself in the downs and, and those downs hold deep insight. Like I have the insights, um, that I have gathered from the experiences of those lows. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Sanjay. Um, thanks for being here, guys. Um, the, the insights from those downs is like, they're so valuable. Um, there was a, I, I opened up the book recently to, to edit some of it. And, and there was this paragraph. It was one of the worst days I had while I was in Bali. I was absolutely, it was like one of those days where you just like crashed out, not believing in yourself, crying. And, and I looked at what I was scared would happen and it's totally what happened in my life moving forward. Like, I was just like, shit, like my, my intuitive self in the shittiest moment of my life totally was spot on as to what was going to happen next. It was like, oh, it's super frustrating. But at the same time, like those insights can be used, right? That crash can be used to move forward to to be like oh okay that's probably where I'm headed because it's really true for me in that really intense moment same in the way as those like highs you know the things that I was really excited about at that time also came to fruition um 
you know, paying, you know, the positivity bias and paying more attention to the things that aren't quite as fun and the things that are more fun. Hi, Rye. Good to see you. Um, so the focus and the love and the hacking our bodies as well. Um, if you read the story that's attached to this video, which is a wild journey and, and very vulnerable, um, there's this experience of total overwhelm and getting so caught up in that mental cycle of like victim or sorrow or whatever. Like it's, and I find the whole thing for me, the whole thing happens up here. It's like, I get stuck. I can't even see the world outside of me um, because there's so much, there's so much mental activity going on and just stuck in this mental space. And so using tricks and, and hacks to, to break out of that mental piece, and sometimes that's a healing modality, sometimes that's asking for support. Um, but what I found and what I tried yesterday, I'd actually asked, I had asked a couple of months ago for a moment of like intense sorrow where I could try out that joygasm process in it and see how hackable my, my body really was. And I got it yesterday. And and the experience, hi Ben, hi Tony, thanks for being here guys. Um, I got that experience of like so devastated that I really couldn't do anything other than just like sob. And, and it was amazing to see the function of it. It was amazing to see that indeed that arm open, neck back, and like that lower lip is the, like the difference between a smile and crying and a smile and crying and a smile and crying is like, it's not that different. It's really, really not that different. And so like going from like, ah, it's not that different. And, and watching that and watching how holding that bottom lip tight, like a stiff up, not a stiff upper lip, a stiff bottom lip. And like holding that really had the impact and the, the, the change in my physiology. And I was like, wow, like, Part of me was like, whoo, it's working. Part of me was like, oh, I fucking hate life. Um, <laughs> hi, Tony. Hi, James. Um, and so that experience, that experience of holding it and being like, oh, in fact, like in that moment when my body was so overwhelmed and so fucking destroyed and so caught in a loop, like I tried using more of the mental processes. I tried doing deep breathing, but really the brain was caught in such a panic loop that there, there was nothing that I could do mentally to get myself out of it. Hi, James. Great to hear you. Have you ever been stuck in a moment like that, guys? If you've ever been stuck in a moment where you were so caught in the pain that you didn't feel like you could escape it, I would love some hearts and some thumbs up just to like be like, yeah, I've been there. I'm not the only one. I know that I'm not the only one. That's part of why I share because I'm like, I really hope I'm not the only one. Um, and I know I'm not also, but that validation. Um... And, and so the experience, like the, the body hacks, you know, holding that smile when you don't want to hold the smile, but because you know that you're going to, you're going to get into it. Um, and also one of the realizations that I had about joygasm and about, thanks guys. Thank you. Mwah. Thank you so much. Um, one of the one of the things that I realized also about joygasm is that the power in recognizing the disconnect and expressing it in less than 17 seconds. If you guys have ever followed the Abraham Hicks stuff, um, you've seen that they talk about 17 and a half seconds is how long it takes to start the thoughts recurring. So there's like you know, you hold a thought for a certain amount of time and it starts recurring and it starts building its own energy stream. And that's great if you're like holding a smile and laughing and your body starts feeling better. You do the like, I am smiling. I don't feel like fucking smiling, but I'm smiling anyway. Like if you're doing that to help break yourself out of a cycle, like that's, that's great for those 17 seconds. But 
if you get stuck in a negative loop and, and you're 17 seconds or like 150 seconds or like, like good luck with that one, like good luck getting out of that, especially if you're in a really big loop. And so is a really powerful um, cortisol re reducer. What this does is it actually raises your testosterone, which helps activate that sexy side and the, and it helps to, and helps you make, make you feel stronger and more powerful. And it also helps to, reduce the cortisol in your body because you're like, mm, I'm powerful. And it doesn't matter what I have discovered through like my own personal experience. Hi, Celeste. So good to see you. Um, what I've discovered through my own personal experience is like, yeah, that reduction in cortisol is a real thing. That feeling powerful is a real thing. And it, and it truthfully in that moment, it was the only thing that actually worked to give my body a relief from that stuckness like I feel like if I hadn't done that I could have gotten stuck in that loop and that like that that pain loop for for hours or or shoved it and been like no it's not there I'm fine like because my like I could I could mentally drop out of that space and then move into something else but the experience of like, but that's, that doesn't help moving out of it mentally and like shelving it and be like, you know, we've all shelved their emotions. Like, I can't feel that right now. I got to go do something. And it's like shelving. It doesn't help. What we need is we need to actually physically process the chemical reactions that are happening in the body. What we need to do is physically change that chemical response so that instead of shutting down our connection with our body and being like, I'm just not going to feel right now. And I'm just going to like go about my day. Like that creates stress and, and toxicity in the body over a long term. And so when we, when we use the body to hack the body, to, to bring more of that joy and more of those endorphins in, like, yeah, shelving doesn't work. Um, thanks, Nicole. Um, when, we, when we hack the body physically and we say, okay, like, fuck you, body. I'm going to show you what we're going to do instead instead of like feel the intensity, right? Because when you shelve it, you, you shut it down and you're like, no, not willing to feel right now. And then it's still sitting there. Whereas if you're willing to feel it all the way through, but hold a physical posture that supports your body in healing, in changing the physiological processes while still committing to feeling the intensity, while being willing to change from sobbing or anger or whatever it is into something that is empowered and being like, I am so powerful, you know, because there's a lot of energy there. There's a lot of energy. That's why it feels so sad. And that's why when you flip over the biochemistry and you have that joygasm experience, you're like, Oh, I just broke through. Um, that's why it's such a powerful experience and that's why it rocks the body so much. Um, if you guys have ever had makeup sex, thumbs up if you've had really great makeup sex, right? Like, Make, I spent six years going in and out of a shitty relationship just because the makeup sex was so good. Um, yeah, wouldn't recommend it, but the sex was really good. Anyway, um, so the the experience, like that, that experience of makeup sex, like your body already has that hardwiring of like, I'm fighting and now I'm moving forward. And actually, since, yeah... Oh, I love that. Um, Naomi just suggested another hack, which is to like raise your arms above your head, smile, and jump around. But I'd be like, I'm so depressed. I love that, Naomi. That's fantastic. I'm going to try that next time. Um, because the physical motion, like, and, and the, the action gets your endorphins going, and it acknowledges where you're at, and you're celebrating how fucked up it is. It's like, I'm really upset right now. Yeah. 
yay! Like celebrating, that, that's fantastic. And it brings this really great piece in. I'm, I'm really glad you shared that, Naomi. Um, Naomi's really got some really amazing work going on too, if, if you guys get a chance to check her out. Um, so yeah, there's this, there's this piece of, I just remember Naomi, my brain is like, oh, Naomi's in Costa Rica and there's a lady who wanted to know more about Costa Rica and Naomi's there and I should connect with that brain, whoop, tangent. Anyway, thanks for your patience. Uh, I'll connect you, Naomi. <laughs> um, yeah, but that, uh, can somebody remind me where I was? I totally got lost. Hacking the brain, going through, um, yeah, mm, mm, I don't remember. <sighs> That's what happens when you're live. Um, that hacking space, that like the, the, the transitioning and the acknowledging and the loving of self, regardless of where you're at, being like, it's okay, I'm here. You know, that even though I'm feeling blah, 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 I love and accept myself from EFT is really, is really powerful. And when you can do like, I love yous. Thank you, Naomi, um, for bringing me back. So yeah, when you can redirect that energy and, and acknowledge the intensity and continue to stay in the intensity. Oh, I was on makeup sex. I got distracted around makeup sex too. Um, hi, Willow. Um, yeah, so the, the body, oh, and bonobos, that's where I was going. Yay, I got back on track. Um, so the, the experience of makeup sex is, is a thing that happens, and um, I've been doing lots of reading and research around uh, humans and their relationship to primates and how we can use that to understand our physiology and how to hack our physiology better. Um, and basically, chimpanzees and bonobo apes, or, are, or bonobos, are the most similarly genetically, or masturbate, exactly, are the most similar genetically to humans than any other species on the planet. We have more in common with bonobos and chimpanzees than the Indian elephant does with the African elephant, right? Very close genetically. And so, and, and also culturally in some ways, and the bonobos are talked about a lot in Sex at Dawn, which talks about open relationships and the nativeness of um, human sexuality as a more of a group function, which I'm gonna do more talks about this week. Um, but the, the, the chimpanzees basically don't use sex as a tool within their culture, and the bonobos do. And the chimpanzees are massively violent, kind of mean creatures to each other, and they have a very patriarchal, hierarchical, like nasty uh, society that is is not supportive of women, children, disabled people, like any of that. It's sort of, I look at it as like, what not to do as human beings, but what we're kind of doing. Um, and the bonobos, problems. They get mad, they get angry with each other, those hormones start to run them, and they're like, huh, let's get it on, because that's the culture. And they know, as, a, as animals, they know that the rising of that, you know, when you're angry, when you're really angry, the testosterone's already raising. What does testosterone do? It turns people on. It, tur it, it turns on that sexy system. And so the, the example of those bonobos is amazing. It's like, yeah, like, Let's follow their example. They're highly harmonious, highly um, you know peaceful, integrative. They have a very egalitarian social structure. They're very supportive of all of the members of society, and they they're happy. They're like happy. They don't have conflict. The infant uh, mortality rate due to like like in chimpanzees they get killed all the time. Like like dad chimpanzees will kill other babies because they're like, well, that's not my baby, right? Whereas the bonobos are like, let's get it on all the time, and they have like that, that doesn't happen nobody's like into it because there's this tribal creative culture and I'm gonna get into more of that definitely this week um, 
we started this by talking about keeping going when you're upset and how do you bring that around and how do you, you know, continue and how do you process emotions when you've got a big vision and you get caught sideways in the vision. Um, I hope that the, some, and I hope that the experience of, you know, next time you're feeling upset, give this a try because it takes practice to, to know to, to hold that. Um, but just hold the posture, set yourself like a five minute timer, be like, I've been crying for so long. And so what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to, I'm gonna try and hack it. I'm gonna try and hack my body. And the worst thing that happens is I keep crying, right? The best thing that happens is I might break out into a full-bodied orgasm, like Elena said. I mean, like, give it a try. See if it works for you. Um, oh, goodness, along with um, just bringing this to a close, you gotta keep going. Like, the, the one of the biggest insights that I've had around the depression that comes with being inspired is that I used to think that that meant I should stop. That, that 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 lack of energy, that that fear, that that destruction meant that I should stop doing what I'm doing, go find something else, go do something else, where what I understand now is that it's really just a sign that I'm on the right path and I'm caught sideways in it. I'm swimming upstream, to use Abraham's metaphor, and, and it sucks. I'm like, ah, swimming for dear life. And there's probably a better option. And if I can get my nervous system into a place out of fight and flight, through using different hacks, using the support systems that are around me by creating deeper support systems where I'm feeling not supported, um, then the solutions often come. Um, all of the major problems that I've had in the last month, I have had brilliant ideas and solutions about how to fix them after I got out of my fight or flight stress moment. I was like, well, wish I had used that solution at that moment. Which is a little bit frustrating, but again, that self-love thing, learning to love self, being like, wow, I did not think of the solution in the moment when I really needed it, but I came up with it later. Hi, Susan. Welcome. You're joining right at the end. I'm coming down, and uh, but invite you to watch the rest of it later if you guys popped in partway through. Um, it's been an exciting and powerful talk and a, and a great moment, and there's lots of good gems in here, so I encourage you to... Go back and watch if you popped in partway through. Um, and there is a, I'm going to say, a, there is a, a request or a call to action, which is if you have been enjoying the things that I post, the work that I'm sharing, um, there is a lot deeper that I can go with this. I adore holding space for people. Um, coming back to Calgary has been, um, I would say, financially devastating. And I'm figuring, trying to figure it out. And so this crying experience that's in that whole blah, blah, blah write-up that's attached to the video... It seems to have removed the parts of me that felt scared about asking. So I'm just going to ask, which is um, if you feel that I can serve you in any way in terms of work, if you feel like you need somebody who can hold space for you to rage like a fucking machine who won't feel scared about you being, you know, too scary, too... Um, intense, you know, if you need a solid cry and just can't find the space for it, like I am truly master for like provoking and, and holding space for those emotions if they're hard to find. The experience of trying to tap into joygasm, if you have things that are underlying that won't, you can't find them, um, heading towards orgasmic bliss will definitely shake those things up. Um, if you want more joy, more orgasm, if you want to be a part of the um, the trial, like, um, in the next week, I'm going to be talking more about this program that I'm doing for myself and that I'm inviting people to join, which is like one week experiments on how to improve your life and using feedback loops to be like, did that actually work for me? You know, there's, there's this thing of like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to wake up earlier forever. And it's like, well, does working, waking up earlier actually make you happier? If it doesn't, then like, 
don't do it. Um, or, you know, I'm going to, there's, there's lots of different experiments and that I've got in mind and I'm going to start trying them out a week at a time. And I'm inviting people to join that. Um, I have some cool swag. I've got these like joygasm glasses with the hearts everywhere. I've got some chairs. I've got events coming up. Um, and, uh, yeah, so if you want to be a part of any of that, if you feel called, if you've enjoyed the the millions and millions of memes and inspirational moments and things that I've posted, um, and you just want to give back, there is a uh, I'm, I am doing a fundraiser to help with the dome, which is my big dream, and um, and so uh, if you feel called to share in that way, donations donations in kind for something that I offer like. I'm super open to all of that. And look, I'm super proud of me. I'm now able to ask. It's been like one of the hardest things in my whole life. And I'm super proud of myself for being able to do that and happy to be able to show up vulnerably and just sharing. And yeah, that's my story. Um, the story's worth a read, the like written story that's attached to this. It's pretty crazy. And I think it gives a really interesting insight into the processing of really difficult emotions and the experience of that. So I would invite you to give that a read and watch the video from the beginning if you popped in partway through. And I love you guys and I'm, I'm happy to support. And if you've been enjoying this, there's a little follow button. I'm gonna be doing more lives this week um, and in the upcoming weeks. And, and also have lots of events coming up in Calgary and Edmonton and Vancouver if you're in those areas. Um, connecting me with people who are in those areas who would be interested in the joygasm, interested in learning more would be really, really appreciated. And as always, like just a, even a, hey, Lena, thanks so much would be amazing. Um, it helps me keep going on those days when it's not so easy to keep going. And so does practices that I've developed for myself and for you guys. So. That's blah, 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 long enough, and I love you. And if you watched all the way from the beginning to the end, like, holy crap, are you amazing, and thank you. Um, and if you watched part of it and to the end, thank you. You're also amazing, and I appreciate you guys. It's been really um, gorgeous to open into the community and to really see all the people who have said, hey, I've like watched your journey on Facebook while you were away, and... Um, and it also feels really good to be anchoring back into the energy here in Calgary and to be making a home. It's been a long time, so I'm really happy about that. <sighs> Thank you so much. Again, 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 so much gratitude. Always so much gratitude. And I love you. I hope you have a joygasmic day. <sighs> For those of you who are joygasm savvy and those of you who are not, there's something coming your way to help you learn how to do that. I love you guys. Whew. Okay. Bye. Do this in the past, and it's been unsuccessful, or I've given up, and I felt like I could never change. I can completely change. This. Follow your breath, and you contract those intrinsic muscles as you follow your breath, and you bring that breath all the way up to that pineal gland, and you hold your breath. One of the most valuable concepts that I've personally learned is that in order to reach the level of success, self-confidence, and prosperity, you have to brainwash yourself. Yes, brainwash yourself. See, either way it goes, you're going to be brainwashed. But the question is, who's doing the brainwashing? Hey guys, uh, 
Thank you so much for being on that journey with me. It's been a work of love to create such a journey. And I invite you to come and be part of the tribe, come be part of the experience, and get your full access pass so that you can see all of the things that are being created, experience all of the things that are being created. This is literally just a demo and just a toe in the ice of what is available in terms of audio and content that is highly programmable into your subconscious in your highest, highest possibility. And so I thoroughly encourage you, if you are into personal development, if you watch this thing all the way to the end, you're, there's clearly something here for you. And I wanna have you as part of the tribe. So I love you. Have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. And I'll see you on the other side in the tribe. Sugar addiction and addiction in general. And she filled me with this beautiful knowledge and power that I always knew was inside me, but just needed, I think, a little bit of coaxing to come out. I can actually tell that there's been a big shift, and it's not just superficial. It's on a fundamental level. Um, my thought processes are different, and that's such a beautiful gift because I've been working really hard to get rid of of this sugar addiction as I'm sure a lot of people are and you know I lost a ton of weight and then I hit that plateau and there's that one thing that's super hard to beat and thanks to Elena I think I definitely have it this time I'll beat the addiction to sugar I'm on a big mission to end family trauma in this generation and so I'm working with conscious moms to create a powerful change where we can become bulletproof, where we have no triggers, where our children cannot touch us, no matter what they throw at us, so that we can be the kind of moms that we needed and the kind of moms that we wanna be for this new generation so that we can end rape, we can end trauma, we can end neglect, we can end sexual shame, we can end consumerism, we can end screen addiction, we can end all of these things by how we choose to parent and how we show up in the world. So I invite you to be here on this journey with me and I'm looking forward to seeing you on the other side so get your name and email in that box and join me on this journey it's going to be an incredible seven days where you are guided every day to understand how to create better habits how to not give up and how to implement the 60 second hack to rewire your brain so that you know that no matter what's happening you'll come back to a loving place fast love you I'll see you on the other side moment and your future but also your perceptions of your past so that you look at your past and your life and you already see all of the places where you have integrated this change and had been previously unaware of it thank you so much for being here today with me and you've done great work today not only for yourself but for our collective consciousness i'll see you here tomorrow have a beautiful beautiful day.